You know, there are not a lot of pet owners uh, out there these days that don't want the absolute best for their best friend. And your dog is part of the family. Your dog deserves a healthy and happy life. What he eats has a lot to do with it. And um, and if he's eating just regular kibble food, he's not getting the nutrients that he needs. And that's because kibble food uh, has been cooked to the point to where it cooks out everything. So everything in it is dead. It It doesn't have a good shelf life. You know, it's not very nutritious. Good news is there's rough greens. It's not dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the dog's food and they love it. At least Uno does. And I've seen a huge change in Uno, an absolute huge change in Uno. Get a free trial bag of rough greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash back, R-U-F-F greens.com slash back, or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. It's 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. We begin today's program in uh, just a moment. Welcome to the Glenbeck Program. We're uh, we're glad you're here. We had the uh, president speak last night, which was manna from heaven. Honestly, if you're looking to understand how dangerous this government is becoming to the republic, yeah, I'm I'm I guess a, I guess I'm a danger to uh, democracy because we're not a democracy. We're a republic, and that requires certain things. But he said danger to the democracy it was it was unbelievably transparent unbelievably desperate a last gasp to try to get people to panic and fear the republicans uh we're gonna go through that and we also have some pretty interesting um facts to oppose what the president said in 60 seconds we begin Right now, as the economy struggles to right itself and the housing market is, in particular, begins to settle back into the normal range, which means uh, that interest rates go back to historic norms, which are not down. It's actually higher than it is now. But prices of houses comes down as well. That's where we're going to reenter a normal period if it doesn't just collapse. Whether buying or selling a house or both, there is no doubt that you have some serious thinking to do, pretty complicated and serious decision-making in the coming months. You You need somebody who really knows how to navigate among those issues. A top seller who knows the game inside and out. And you're going to find that person at realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're looking to buy or sell a house from across the street to across the nation, 
we help you find the real estate agent that we think is going to help you best. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Okay, so the president uh, spoke last night. Uh, He said, our democracy is under attack. Here's cut two. You know, American democracy is under attack because the defeated former president of the United States refuses to accept the results of the 2020 election. He refuses to accept the will of the people. He refuses to accept the fact that he lost. He has abused his power and put the loyalty to himself before loyalty to the Constitution. Okay. And he's made a big lie. Okay. An article. So we already hear it, that he's just blaming Donald uh, Trump again. You got to bring Donald Trump into it. Okay. Um, he then says that there are extreme MAGA Republicans questioning this election. Listen, here it is. Yet now, extreme MAGA Republicans aim to question not only the legitimacy of past elections, but elections being held now right, and into the future. And into the future. Stop. I want to show you the number one MAGA supporter. The number one MAGA supporter that is not only questioning now and elections of the past, but is actually starting to question elections in the future. Exactly what he said. He's right on this. Here's the MAGA supporter. But we also have to look ahead because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. Stop. So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It is, if you're an election denier or you question, you are a danger to democracy. But that's Hillary Clinton from last weekend. Yeah, one of the big complaints about Donald Trump was that he started questioning the election before it even happened. Yeah. He was saying it's, it, they could steal it, they could steal it. Right. That was their big, that was like in the January 6th commission. Okay. And so here's Hillary doing it. Let me give you, on Monday, we told you The Intercept had published an article on the Department of Homeland Security's efforts to combat misinformation and disinformation. Drawing on the combination of leaked and public documents, the outlet detailed how the DHS pressured major tech companies to police what they claimed was false election information on their platforms. We know now the government and social media colluded 24 hours later ProPublica has published an investigation of its own titled how the biden administration caved to republicans on fighting election disinformation it makes the case that as local election officials had begged federal agencies for help countering disinformation current and former dhs employees were frustrated that the agency's efforts had been hobbled in response to political pressure However, they go on to say the DHS initiatives to counter influence and impact dangerous conspiracy theories can provide a gateway to terroristic violence. Excuse me? The DHS now is saying that these conspiracies, election deniers, are potential terrorists. Okay, so let's step it up a notch, shall we? That's what our government is doing. That is what is at stake this election. They are 
putting a giant rope around everyone's neck who disagrees with the state and will not stand for lies. I can't tell you that the last election was stolen. I think it was, but I don't know if it was enough to uh, swing the election. I have no idea. I want a clean investigation, one that is open and transparent, and let the chips fall where they may. But no, 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 I can't even say that. In fact, we're on, we're on YouTube. We broadcast the first hour of this broadcast on YouTube. I'm not sure because I just violated their, pro- their policies by saying, I'm not sure. I'd like an investigation. I'd like some clearance and, and, cl- uh, and clarity on this. Let me, let, me, let me break some more rules here. What if I told you that there was a conspiracy, that there was a cabal of right-wing activists, of, of uh, 501c3 groups, Mike Lindell and CEOs like him were all involved to impose their will on voting systems and laws this time. And that they are, they are doing it in the open and they are doing everything they can to make sure that Republicans win. And they're even controlling the information that is coming from many of our outlets. Would the right and the left, would they have a problem with that cabal? The answer is yes. Yes, they would. Now, that's an important thing because here is the truth from Time Magazine. Time Magazine. The story is titled The Secret History of of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. Now, another alternative title could be how the Democrats interfered with the 2020 election, but it would be a little too on the nose. And remember, the reason why they have no problem saying this is because they think they know better than you. This Listen to this quote from Time Magazine. I gave this last night on the TV show. A well-funded cabal, cabal, their words, not mine, a well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industries and ideologies working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions. Oh, to change rules and laws to steer media coverage and control the flow of information. Does that sound like America or does that sound like a communist country? If the right were doing that, I'd expose it and I would not stand with the right. That is a violation of our Bill of Rights. So they were influencing perceptions. Now, does that include misinformation? You know, uh, the Babylon Bee and the Onion are in court because they're arguing that parody is not a felony offense. Parody 
a felony offense. That's where our country is going to stop misinformation. Jokes will become a felony. I don't know how this is going to turn out in the Supreme Court. I hope well. Otherwise, it's over. So that's what the left is pushing now. Felonies for parody. Now, it won't be all parody, I guarantee you. It will be a felony for parody for, um, you know, anybody who takes on the administration. Is, Is that a good thing or a bad thing? When you do not a parody, not a parody, when you start to do videos from a bogus news source, you make it up. It's the town crier. Hi, I'm from the town choir. I'm uh, the town crier. I'm, I'm Glenn. And uh, uh, the Democrats have just stopped some amazing things happening uh, due to the Republican Party. And I give you a story and I'm on a set that's not real. My organization is not real, and I'm giving you propaganda. Is that misinformation? Because that's what Hillary Clinton's good friend that started Media Matters with her is doing now in four different states. But the FBI doesn't care, do they? Listen to the listen again to the the uh, Time magazine article. Their work touched every aspect of the election. They got states to change voting systems and laws and help secure hundreds of millions in public and private funding. Oh, a public-private partnership. They fended off voter suppression lawsuits. So somebody was suing them, saying, you're suppressing the vote. They went in and fought those. They recruited armies of poll workers and got millions of people to vote by mail for the very first time. Now, how is that not election interference? And they call it the conspiracy to save the 2020 election. Huh. Now, that is interesting. By the way, uh, the Hillary Clinton lawyer, Mark Elias, also is part of this the article goes on to mention an alliance with a group called fight back table if that sounds familiar it's because we told you about it in 2019 the transition and integrity project but we couldn't get any of the damn republicans to pay attention they produced a document for an election night war game they talked about mass civil unrest should trump win Now, we told you about this, that there would be unrest. And if you remember right, after the election, do you remember Antifa? Everybody said tonight at seven o'clock when the sun goes down, we're taking over D.C. And what happened? The candidate, uh, Joe Biden, who is now the president elect, got on television and said there's going to be no violence, no violence tonight. No. And there was no violence. Well, we've now found out that that's because it was called off by this organization. This is all coordinated. And they keep saying it's democracy. It's not. It's a republic. And the states must have control of the vote. 
once you pour federal money into the elections and make sure that they're safe, it's the easiest way to hijack it. They want top-down control of everything. Now, let me ask you this. Why is it bad to question the integrity of an election? I, I uh, just spoke to David Barton, who Wall Builders is out all over the country, and they have recruited people. They've recruited people to be poll watchers, and they've recruited people now to go over the roles of all of the districts. So they're looking at all the voter rolls. And the first thing they're doing is looking for people who are over the age of 100. Is there anybody over? Not that there aren't, you know, voters at the age over the age of 100. But let's just confirm because there shouldn't be a lot of them. By doing this in Michigan alone, they found a guy named Jason Daniel. He voted twice in 2020. Twice. Two times. Okay. And he's over 100. In fact, he's well over 100. Jason Daniel was born in 1850. So that means he lived through the Civil War and voted twice in 2020. In fact, on one of the pages, there's 100 names on each page. In Michigan, on one of the pages of 100 names, the first 67 names on that active voting list were dead. There are over 35,000 dead people who are on the active rolls in Michigan. And you know what the Secretary of State is doing in Michigan? He is actually fighting in court to keep the names of the dead on the active voter list. Now, I would think that Republicans and Democrats and independents could all come together on that. But perhaps not. Because it's being deemed a threat to democracy. More in just a second. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, uh, there's something uh, about finally being out of debt after being in it for so long that's indescribable. It's one of the most relieving things you can do, but that is really hard right now. Most people are racking up debt now because they can't afford groceries and gas oh, another thing that just we're going to talk about it later joe biden said last night that you can't look at those selfish things like inflation and the price of gas the, the democracy is at stake oh my gosh he actually didn't say selfish he said petty those are petty things oh my gosh Please call American Financing if you're one of the people that are struggling and you have a home because they might be able to take the um, equity that you have in your home and put you in a low interest rate and take all of those credit cards and get rid of them, pay them off, get them off your back. Now, you'll pay for all of the debt of that, but you're going to pay at a 5% interest rate instead of, I heard somebody had a 25% interest loan. It's impossible. You cannot get out from, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's shark territory. So, please, call American Financing. The average person that does business with American Financing right now that calls in saves $695 a month. Every month, 
Call 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have David Barton on, who's going to go through all of this research, uh, not research. It's it's all stuff that they're currently doing right now to throw these uh, throw these dead people off of the rolls uh, in uh, Michigan. I'll have him on tomorrow. He'll tell you all about how they're finding it, what it is. Uh, but this is what I got from him last night, which is really very, very disturbing. And there's much more. They're doing this in, uh, I think, all of the swing states. They're doing it in all of the swing states. Um, and they're finding really nasty stuff. So the president says that they're going after, you got to be careful because of these MAGA people and their conspiracies. Okay, we already played Hillary Clinton's conspiracy, which apparently is not a problem. And they're going after misinformation and disinformation. Well, for the first time, the Biden administration was held and humiliated by a fact check from Twitter. They said something that we have been saying since he gave the speech about Social Security checks. Was that been a month he talked about social security, social security uh, checks, and the White House made this big deal that you're getting the biggest increase since the 1970s. You're getting the biggest increase, old people. You're going to love it. And it's thanks to me. No, it's not. It's not thanks to him. It's required by law. It is tied to the inflation index. Well, they tweeted it again, and this time they were held by one guy changing jobs. One guy, Elon Musk. They've not been held by the media to in account for any of these things. None of them. That's why the lies keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mainstream media has given the GOP 87% negative press in the run-up of the midterms. 87% of what they say is negative. I don't know. Is that a problem? How about the networks giving 11 times the coverage to Pelosi as opposed to the Kavanaugh uh, threat? Same story, except without the hammer. They caught him in time. But 11 times the coverage? And you want to talk about a threat to democracy? How about killing all of the Republicans in Congress? That was a Bernie Sanders supporter. The Glenn Beck program. Okay, one of these days, if you're not really, really careful, you might end up being one of those people you hear about in commercial like this, victims of identity theft. Unfortunately, it doesn't just happen to other people. We have so much on our plate. We have so much we have to worry about. When you can, you've got to give things like this over to somebody else. Now, who do you trust? Man, I don't trust anybody anymore. And then you hear the, the name LifeLock by Norton. Well, I know Norton. Norton is the number one um, protector of your computer against viruses, right? So they've got a long track record. LifeLock was the first, I think, in this business. So I trust them. Now, nobody can prevent everything from happening, but that's why they have a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into, because the only thing worse than having your information hacked into is not knowing what to do now. 
LifeLock, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. You're going to save 25% if you use the promo code back. So call them now, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code back. The best election night coverage anywhere, blazetv.com slash midterms. If you use the promo code REDWAVE, you'll get 30 bucks off. So Joe Biden spoke last night and his DOJ is considering laws that would uh, put people in prison for misinformation. But I don't think they understand what misinformation is, quite honestly. Uh, They're now saying that this is from The Washington Post, that releasing the video on Paul Pelosi is just a way to extend the conspiracy theory. Now, I don't think anything happened there except this. A crazy hippie went down a rabbit hole, went even more crazy, and tried to kill or hobble Nancy Pelosi. That's what happened. That's what happened. Except the Washington Post talks about how um, the conspiracy theories are spread the same reason that QAnon itself did. That there are reward mechanisms for sowing doubt that don't exist for sharing the less exciting truth. There are political rewards. Certainly various political actors got new surges in attention by spreading false claims about the attack. It is the same as suggesting that authorities have been lying about an audience builder since the days of UFO chatter on AM radio. You mean the ones that now the Pentagon is verifying? I just want to throw that out there. So they go in to say that, look, the conspiracies don't happen because you don't have the information. Conspiracies happen because you do give them the information and you give these people release the video, release the video. What are you hiding? If information is suppressed, it reinforces the conspiracy theory. If it's released, it becomes evidence that contributes to the conspiracy theory. Colored yarn is pinned to it. And pinned to another uh, another uh, cork board. Um, okay, so great. Yeah, that's the way people are. But that's not a reason for not releasing information. The, the, he quotes uh, the Lawrence Lessig's uh, 2009 essay against transparency in which he warned publishing information in the interest of governmental transparency would simply give people scads of material to generate their own narratives. So they're arguing now that the government should not release information. In what world does that make sense? I will explain. In the world of the Washington Post, Megan McArdle of the Washington Post has just written a story where she believes that the media was mistaken to report on the public comments and expressions of a prominent figure who was running for president, who was hosting campaign rallies attended by thousands. She said, we were responsible for Trump. (sighs) Wow. And she said, we covered him, but we didn't get the effect we were hoping for. What effect were you hoping for? Let me ask you, as a journalist, you are to journal the news. 
You're supposed to tell people what happened today. You're not supposed to steer us like sheep. McCardle believes she and her peers failed the public, but she believes the voters failed even more. They're supposed to look at what the media is saying and come to the same conclusion. There's a great article on this in, in The Federalist. So she says that rather than leaping to condemn his every pronouncement, we should just treat Trump's Twitter account the way we would treat some random account with five followers. We just ignore them. They're beneath our notice. That's called a blackout. McCardle's former Post colleague, the Federalist, points out, Margaret Sullivan also said last month the old-style journalism will no longer suffice in political coverage. Instead, she said all her little friends should be thinking about what coverage serves the public best. In other words, what serves her interest or the media's interest or her collection of friends' interest. They don't know everyone in the country. Yet they are steering everyone into the country on their belief because they are convinced that they're right. This is extraordinarily dangerous. By the way, the FBI official that was one of the head guys that suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story is still involved in the government's disinformation role. This is one of the guys making the decisions. Now, another question. This one comes from Reason. Have you seen what they're charging Pelosi's attacker with? And, and I have to tell you, he should go to prison or a mental institution like John Hinckley did. Okay? We're letting John Hinckley out now. I don't think we should do that. You, you attack somebody like that, you go to jail forever. However, th- this man should be put away, and I want that to be very, very clear. What he did was very wrong. We have no place in our society for it. But they, uh, they are charging him and really double charging him everywhere, everywhere. Um, he, according to the Justice Department, they're prosecuting him for violating, you know, some statute which applies to someone who assaults a member of U.S. officials immediate family with intent to retaliate against that official on account of the performance of the official duties. When the assault results in bodily injury, it's punishable up to 30 years. They're also violated saying he violated uh, 18 U.S.C. 1201, which applies to someone who attempts to kidnap a federal official on account of performance of official duties. He also faces six state charges. Some of them overlap with the federal charges. The state charges include first-degree residential burglary, assault with a deadly, deadly weapon, elderly abuse, false imprisonment, and threatening a member of an elected official's immediate family. He is also charged with attempted first-degree murder. Okay, I, I, I have to tell you, I'm sure, I'm sure many of these things are accurate, Okay. I'm not an attorney. Here's what I'm concerned of. Is Paul Pelosi's life more important than anyone else? Is Paul Pelosi's, uh, I mean, is uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband more important than the mom in Buffalo? I don't know if you've been following this. Kathy Hochul says the system absolutely failed. 
There was a guy who was arrested, 45 years old, Adam Benningfield. He was arrested because of the savage beating of his estranged wife. But because of the changes the Democrats have made in cash-free bail, he couldn't be held. And so he leaves... And this mother of three is executed by this guy. Now the mother of the former wife is holding Hochul and saying, what are you doing? Of course we care about crime. He was in jail and there was no bail for a domestic violence incident. So he left. Hochul has said, yes, the laws could use some tweaking. Tweaking? You are throwing the book at this guy who deserves the book to be thrown at him in San Francisco. But how many other people in San Francisco have been raped or murdered and nobody paid attention to it? Do you see what's happening? You don't matter. You don't matter to the press. You don't matter to the elites. By the way, what happened to uh, what happened to Katie Hobbs? Is Katie Hobbs going to be uh, held for misinformation because she came out and blamed Carrie Lake for someone breaking into her office? And Carrie Lake said, "This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I had nothing to do with it. Nobody I know would have anything to do with it. We're winning in the first place. But that didn't stop Katie Hobbs. Even after they caught the guy, still might have been influenced, might have been influenced by Carrie Lake. No, no. Actually, the guy that they arrested was an illegal alien. He had been arrested earlier in the day and then released. Do you see a pattern here? Yeah, but we're talking about violence against really. How about the shooting that the media barely covered when the guy who had worked for the Bernie Sanders campaign? And I don't blame Bernie Sanders for this. But they don't give me that. No, no, no. I've got to blame every Republican. Uh, Really? How about the guy who went to the ball game? Does anyone even remember this in the press? That tried to kill the Republicans on the field. It would have wiped out almost all of the Republicans in one day. Is that a threat to democracy? They barely mentioned it. Look, we don't have a democracy. We have a republic. And there's an important difference. And if you don't know the difference, just look it up. It's important. The founders knew democracy always fails quickly and rolls into a totalitarian state. That's why we have all of the safeguards that we are now getting rid of. 
But our republic truly is at stake. And Tuesday, am I the only one that got up this morning and started reading polls, which, by the way, Stu is going to go into? Don't listen to these polls. Don't listen. They're registered voter polls. They are trying to make you feel like, oh, crap, we're going to lose. But I have to tell you, I got up this morning and I thought, geez, you know, we've been very optimistic lately. But by Wednesday, a week from yesterday, we could be looking at each other going, dear God, what is going to come now? It has to stop. The madness has to have a speed bump, at least, or a roadblock. And I just read that there is like 10 percent of or 17 percent of Republicans in Georgia. They're not sure they're going to vote because they're not sure. You're not sure. Be sure of this. If you don't put up a roadblock. We will not have a democracy and a republic. We will not be following the Constitution at all. Please, please don't risk that. Back in a minute. I want to remind you that uh, you still live in a country where you were allowed to do business as you please. And now more than ever, it is important to support companies like Patriot Mobile. These people have been trying to recreate uh, the system, and that's hard. You need a parallel economy. You need something that you can go to if everybody shuts you out. If everybody is uh, going in one direction, I, I'd like to go in the other direction. I'd like to go back to the Constitution. Uh, but maybe that's just me and you. Well, it's not. It's Patriot Mobile, too. And they are America's only Christian conservative, conservative wireless carrier. They donate a big portion of every single dollar that they make to organizations that fight for causes that you and I care about. Their people are actually in our schools. These people are fighting. They believe they're the they're you. They share your values, won't send your hard earned money to aid in the destruction of America. They are fighting against it and they're giving you a great mobile service. You're going to get the same. They're on the same tower, so you get the same coverage. You get better because it's all in America customer service and you'll save money. Switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com. and I are just uh, talking about if these things that they're doing with the DOJ actually pass and are codified and are not stopped, uh, you will not be able to hear broadcasts like us. We, we would go to prison. It would be a felony if they decide something is misinformation. We go to prison for a joke. No joke, folks. Not kidding. This is what is at stake on Tuesday. 
tell me a little bit about these polls. We're going to get into the polls here in a second, but give me some give me some information on the polls that are coming out, Stu. So a lot of the top line numbers that people are reporting are registered voters, and registered voters sounds like a good way to do a poll until you realize that a lot of people are registered that don't vote. Correct. So there usually, might be dead people registered that no, didn't vote. That's true. Right. But if you talk to somebody and they're registered to vote, that doesn't mean they're actually going to bother to go out to the polls. A lot of people don't, obviously. So usually what people will do is a likely voter screen. Uh, that usually favors Republicans because Republicans typically care about these issues more than, you know, the person who's watching the Kardashians 23 hours a day. So what happens? They do, they apply these likely voter screens. Now, these are most of the polls that came out today are Fox News polls. They did have a likely voter screen in it. It's not really being reported as much as the registered voter number. Uh, the likely voter number helps republicans but not as much as you'd think now there's a couple ways of doing likely voter screens Mm -hmm. the easiest way is just saying hey are you going to vote how sure are you that you're going to vote and the person says i'm really sure or i already voted so they put them in that's what they did here they did certain or already voted you you can also ask a lot of different questions hey did you vote in the past elections you you, you can dig into this for a more accurate screen Mm -hmm. um so these numbers aren't great for Republican candidates, but there are reasons why you could be a little skeptical that that's the way that things are going to turn out. When it comes One way to or another, it could be very, very razor thin close. And then if you get that close, you're going to have speculation on either side. Oh, they cheated. They cheated. Whatever. Get to the polls and overwhelm the polls. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, every morning, people all over the country wake up and go through their lives in a land that's still kind of free, at least for the moment. Uh, They work hard. They try to make a good living. They love their God. They love their family. And at the end of the night, they go to bed as decent quality people. This does actually happen in America. The American ideal is almost limitless. It's just a matter of how much is going to be squashed. Uh, Now, when you're looking for a great example of people who kind of do it the old school way. I want to tell you about Grip6. Grip6 is doing it the old school way. Uh, whether you buy their socks, uh, for instance, or their wallets, or uh, really anything that they, they sell. Grip6, their great belts. We're talking about American manufacturers who wash the wool, process it, weave it into socks, and keep your feet warm in the winter, cool in the summer. The American uh, business owners who have accepted the risk that comes along with doing things this way, uh, they're great people and they love this country. Grip6.com. Check it out. Grip6.com. Grip6.com slash Beck. It's Grip6.com slash Beck. America, we are so glad that uh, you have uh, you have tuned in 
We've got a packed remaining two hours of this broadcast that you do not want to miss. Some crazy things are happening with polling. Some things are happening with uh, the president's speech last night. And in the 28th congressional district race in Texas, the Democrat is a guy who the FBI has uh, broken down his door. Okay, that seems to be happen regularly, but not for these reasons. And he uh, is dealing now with a, a strange donation from a family connected to the Zeta drug cartel. Guess where he stands on the border? We're going to talk to the Republican that is now, this was 20 points in Democratic favor. It is now less than three. We talk to Cassie Garcia. She joins us in 60 seconds. So if you really want to create valuable breathing room in your budget, pay less for your home, possibly save thousands of dollars a month, listen up. Now is the time to refinance right now, possibly your mortgage, especially if you have a an adjustable loan. Yesterday, they uh, raised the interest rates again at the Fed another uh, three quarters of a point. This is not going to not going to go well. It's just not going to go well. You have the benefit of extremely low mortgage rates right now. The incentive of an economy that has gone insane and may not stabilize for a while. American financing will be there no matter what you're trying to do. The people that call American financing on average when they do business with American financing, they're saving now on average today $695 a month. That's fantastic. That would help put food on the table and gas in the tank. So call American Financing now. See if they can help you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. CassieForCongress.com uh, is uh, the home where you can find out how you can assist and help. Uh, Cassie Garcia. Hi, Cassie. How are you? Hi, Glenn. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be on with you this morning. Thank you. Now, tell me about your race, because this is a district that has gone double digit uh, Democratic in in the past, and it's not going that way this time. Why? So (laughs) there's so many reasons why right now. You know, this district is a toss up race, one of the 28 races to watch in the country. Uh, uh, The Democrats are destroying the country that I love so much that I grew up in the Rio Grande Valley past 37 years. I'm a conservative Republican. Uh, The Democrat Party has left the Hispanic community, and we're seeing the failed Biden, queer, Pelosi agenda. And we don't support open border. We don't look. And as a lifelong South Texan and the wife of a border patrol agent, I don't like what we're seeing in this country. You look, the border's broken, prices are out of control, and people can't find doctors in our community. What do you mean people can't find doctors? So four of the nine counties in this district do not even have a doctor do not even have a doctor. And Henry Quayer has been in office since 1987. Oh, my God. Since I've been in kindergarten. And what do we have gone? You know, he's under a criminal investigation for corruption. People are ready for a change. They're waking up. I'm meeting Democrats, Glenn, every single day that said, Kathy, I voted for you. I voted Republican because we talk about our values of faith, 
family and freedom. So what is the how is the border um, debate that is going on in America? How is that affecting your community? And what is the take from the Hispanic community on what's happening well, at the border? That's a great question. You know, any part of the community in District 20, whether I'm on the border down in Rio Grande, in, in Rio Grande City, Star County, in Laredo, up in San Antonio, Guadalupe County, people on their top issues on their mind, when I'm talking to Republicans and Democrats and independents, they're telling me, Kathy, what is happening at the border? Why has the administration done anything to secure our communities? I met a mother um, who lost a daughter to fentanyl. She was 17 years mm-hmm. old. She died July 20th this year. I met a, a father last night that he lost his son. He was 24 years old to fentanyl. People are losing their children because they're thinking they're taking a sleeping aid pill and it's laced with fentanyl. We have a drug uh, crisis. We have a failed leadership crisis. We have a border crisis. And, you know, I have uh, Henry Cuellar, who's been in office for 18 years as a member of Congress, um, lost the endorsement from the National Border Patrol Council, who's always endorsed Henry Cuellar because, you know, he's a slick politician. He can go on TV, on Fox News, and say he's done, you know, everything to secure our southern border. But at the end of the day, he votes 95% of the time with Nancy Pelosi, 95% of the time. And he's lockstep with Joe Biden. And he voted against life-saving infrastructure. So the National Border Patrol Council has now endorsed me in this race. That is and fantastic. Talking, so, <laughs> and talking to voters on the ground, they're, they're tired of these failed policies. And that's impacting our hospital systems, our school systems. I bet. Uh, we're having bailouts every single day. Um, you know, the border is a mess. It's an invasion. It's an invasion. And we need to secure our border. You know what? The president of the United States has done nothing, nothing to, to secure the border. We have a Kamala, Kamala Harris, who's our borders are, who hasn't even visited the border. And so people are, are just frustrated. And my husband's the border patrol agent serving this great country for 26 years. And I will tell you, the men and women in green, they need support. They need the personnel, the technology, and the resources. And Henry Cuellar voted for a bill that's going to make inflation worse. And he said uh, he voted uh, to allow, he wants 87,000 more IRS agents we don't need 87,000 hours agents. We need 87,000 Border Patrol agents, custom officers, and security school officers to keep our community safe. So Henry, Henry Cuellar, he is, he's in trouble. You do say he's under investigation. It's some form. They say he's not the main person, but involved in something to do with Azerbaijan and corruption there. But also, uh, there is something that happened in... 2012 with him and his brother they got a donation from a guy who does uh you know who who lines the pockets of politicians for the drug cartels and that happened in 2012 and it came out or i should say it came out in 2012 but if i'm not mistaken uh, somebody was somebody was killed on the border by the zetas and uh, the mother came out and blamed Henry Cuellar and his brother and said, these guys are on the take. And only then did he return that money, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? That's, that's correct. You know, this story, you know, so I'll tell you this. People in, in my community, 
are very disturbed by the the scandal. You know, it turns out that Henry Cuellar and his brother, who is a local sheriff in Webb County, took thousands of dollars from a convicted money launderer from Los Zetas, which is the most dangerous drug cartel in Mexico. Yeah, it's bad. And according to a federal indictment, you know, the money launderer's job was to funnel cash between the cartels and the corrupt politicians, which raises a lot of questions. Um, but look, this is part of a larger larger pattern with Henry Cuellar. He's already under a very serious criminal investigation for corruption involving a foreign government. You know, and the voters in our community are fed up. We need a member of Congress who will focus solely on fixing the economy, securing the border, and bringing health care to South Texas. And as you know, Glenn, because you're from Texas, we have entire counties down here without a single doctor. And Henry Quayer, who's been in office since I was in kindergarten, has failed us. And that's why, come November 8th, we are voting for a better way forward for our community, and we will see a big red wave here in South Texas. Uh, you, I mean, it's uh, that's quite an amazing thing. The, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, district is 70 percent um, Hispanic, which would lead people to believe that it's going to go to the Democrats. But things are changing rapidly. Um, let me ask you: I have not met any Latino that uh, likes being called a Latinx or Latinx. Um, and even this weekend, they were saying that Hispanics who are voting for Republicans are uneducated and they're, uh, Latinx. What, what, who are these people that are trying to change Latinos? You know, when I first heard of Latinx or whatever you want to call it, I honestly thought it was some kind of new bleach line or something. You know, none of us know what it means. And this is a reminder of how out of touch the Democrats are with Hispanics. And it's not just on the culture level. The Biden-Pelosi Gen is destroying our community. We've never seen inflation this bad. And the border is a mess. And people where I have to go to, people that I know talking to people in the community have to go to Mexico. For doctor's appointments and mammograms. And as an American and a woman with a pre-existing condition, I think that this is just disgraceful. And that's why Hispanics are turning the page on Henry Cuellar, Joe Biden, and Nancy Pelosi's radical agenda. So, uh, Cassie Garcia, how can people help you? If we are five days away, and I'm asking... Wait, wait, wait. Let me say that. Let me say that. We are five days away from the fundamental transformation of the United States of America. That's we great. We are five days away from fundamentally transforming yes. the United States yes. of America. So we're about to transform it back in five days. Anyway. That's, that's right. So if you want to get involved or help, go to Cassie for Congress. C-A-S-S-Y for Congress.com. And every dollar raised will keep my commercial up on the air. So we're asking for support. Help me flip the seat. It's been Democrat controlled for 110 years. And I'm oh ready gosh. to send Henry Cuellar packing. I will be the first Hispanic female to ever represent this great District 28. So I'm ready. They are ready for a change a voice, a new voice in Washington, D.C. That's going to represent their values of faith, family and freedom. I love you. Cassie, I love you. Thank you so much. Good luck love next you too, week. Glenn. Thank you so much, Glenn. Thank you for having me on. You bet. Cassie Garcia. I think that should be, this is historic, America. We are five days away <laughs> from the fundamental transformation because this is historic. This is a minority. This is a Hispanic and a Hispanic woman. They've never elected a Hispanic woman 
because they're so misogynistic, I guess. But this is historic. We can now change the world. I have hope for change. Let's break that glass ceiling together, shall we? Shall we? we? Hmm. Let's do that. Uh, Cassie Garcia, uh, CassieForCongress.com. This one is winnable, but it requires boots on the ground and people digging. Uh, This one will be a massive, massive loss uh, and an indication of a real red wave. More in just a second. So if you want your skin to look years younger, GenuCell Skincare is the way to go. Awesome products. That comes from April in Rockport, Illinois. And it's very close to what you're going to be saying if you try out GenuCell's most popular package and start looking years younger with GenuCell Skincare. It's the best in skincare. And right now, the most popular package is 70% off when you go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can treat yourself or someone you love. It's a great present. To the only skincare product that you'll ever need, GenuCell is so confident that you'll love your look that every order has a 120-day money-back guarantee. So really no risk here whatsoever. For a limited time, you'll also get their correcting serum free with your order. You can check it out today. GenuCell has delighted happy customers for years by treating tens of millions of everyday skin problems like wrinkles, dark spots, dry skin, sagging jawlines, facial redness, and even those annoying bags and puffiness for men and women just like you. And with its immediate effects, GenuCell guarantees results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. Get on board. Order at GenuCell.com slash Beck. Your most popular package includes a complimentary gift set plus free express shipping at GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Oh man, I don't know. I, I don't know what we're gonna do. I, I I'm bummed out by this. I think this could change everything. Liz Cheney has endorsed Pelosi for another term as House Speaker. Wow, that's yeah. crucially important. She is mm. so, and she's on the cutting edge. Everybody, when she speaks, nobody. I mean, people listen. So it's it's ridiculous. Like you. Uh- if you wanted to be Liz Cheney and have an impact on this, right, you could do this in a different way. Like you could say, I don't support Donald Trump and I don't support X, Y and Z candidate. But let me tell you how hard I'm pushing for this Republican candidate that I really love. Right. So here's That's the thing. Not really Liz Cheney as she is old style uh, Republican. I don't even she, think that's true right now. Oh, I old, hear me out. Hear yeah. me out. This is she is a um, an example of how much the rhinos hate the new Republican that wants accountability and wants to change America from this progressive course. They hate them. And I think she's just got so wrapped up in it. She's become little, a little mentally ill with Trump derangement syndrome to where she'll, she'll back everyone on the left to stop these new Republicans from coming in. Yeah, I think that's that's Possible. largely true. I mean, uh, she she does not seem again. You're 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 endorsing candidates I that know. would stand up against everything Liz Cheney said she believed in up until 2021. Yeah, I mean, really, even yeah. then, I mean, she remember this is a person who voted for Donald Trump. This this is this person that is out there saying that now Tim Ryan should win over J D Vance. That we should have that we should have Democrats continue 
control of the Senate? I believe the Bushes would do the same thing. I believe the Bushes would. But the Bushes didn't vote for Donald Trump, for example. I know. They but quite, I believe, quite famously didn't. I, I believe that they would support Nancy Pelosi over some of, you know, you know these new it's, Republicans. It's, cr- it's really, crazy. really insane. I mean, again, so, you, can, you don't have to abandon everything you've ever believed. I, I do think that a lot of these people get in the spotlight, they start getting... I mean, this is the Evan McMullen story as well, as well, right? This is a guy who said he was a Republican for a long time. McMuffin? And, yeah, McMuffin. Yes, I'm sorry, yeah. McMuffin. Um, and, you know, you get into this realm where everybody who is responsible for your future is a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Everybody giving you money is a Democrat. Everybody telling you how wonderful you are is a Democrat. And you, over time, marinate in that long enough... You anything you believed in the past just evaporates. And that's what's happened with him. I mean, I don't know if he ever had really hardcore beliefs, but what he did have was at least the ability to talk about good things that sounded Republican and conservative. He's totally lost that. I mean, he is really at that point where he's just trying to uh, give the Democrats power. And look, (laughs) you could say you're strong all you want, and maybe you are. But when you get millions and millions and millions of dollars from people who are telling you to vote this way, a lot of people will just start voting that way. Yeah. And we've seen uh, McMullen. Well, no, I can have trust this transfer. I can trust a, a, a former CIA spy. Right. You know what I mean? They're not good at lying and doing deceitful things. <laughs> anyway, um, they help me out with this. Half of Pennsylvanians say the Senate debate was a factor in their vote. Mm-hmm. And yet I haven't seen the polls really move. In fact, if anything, they seem to be going towards Fetterman. Also, Democrats are switching their voter registration to GOP in Pennsylvania like crazy. Like crazy. Yeah. What is happening? So there's, some, there's a bunch of new polls out in this Fetterman race. Now, all post-debate. We had a bunch of polls that came out. They were half before the debate, half after it. It was hard to, do, to really suss anything out. What we have seen, and I will say, Glenn, the movement is clear. The movement is clear towards us in all of these polls. Uh, it's just that many of them are still showing Fetterman leading. Like he had a bigger lead before, but right. now he has a smaller lead. So three polls that are out today. Fox News has one that has Fetterman down or up by four. Now, is that registered voters or likely voters so they have a they do have a likely voter screen they have a it's a three-point lead under registered voters four-point lead for some reason under likely voters that's insane now the one thing that's a little bit less insane about it is the way they did this likely voter screen to not get too deep into this but basically they asked if you were certain to vote or have already voted now we all know democrats are much more likely to use early voting so counting they count someone as sure to vote if they say Mm -hmm. they've already voted so that could be what's weighing that down this poll Uh, there's another poll out from usa today that has fetterman up by two points okay so hang on how's doug mastriano doing i I don't i mean mastriano's in serious trouble he's down in he's there's usually about a nine point spread seven to nine points between mastriano and oz that that's Uh, not helpful no um and one of the reasons why a lot of people think fetterman might hold on to this is that Shapiro, who's running against Mastriano for governor, might pull him over the finish line. Enough people don't want to vote for Mastriano. That's going to hurt Oz. We'll see if that happens. That does. There is evidence of that happening sometimes. I don't know that it's going to happen here. The third poll, though, is out from Emerson, which is one of the better pollsters. And they do have Fetterman now behind by, I think it's one point. I don't have the... Mm. Yes, uh, Oz leading Fetterman, for, it's two, two points, 48 to 46 among likely voters. The, these, all, within the, all of these are within the margin of error, though, we should point there out. There are two states that are must-wins. you got to win Georgia, 
And uh, I mean, if you want anything significant, you want to stop the uh, the madness and stop any of the Supreme Court justices that will be coming down the pike in the next two years. Um, you've got to win Georgia and maybe uh, Pennsylvania. And Georgia is close as well. Oh, yeah. Crucially close. Again, getting to 51 is, is a big hurdle. Right? It, it does a lot. However, you think Mitt Romney's going to be this bulwark against some moderate slash liberal Supreme Court nominee? He's well, gonna if, stand he, up? if he has McMuffin by his side. Maybe, maybe that will yeah, give him the strength yeah, he needs. Right. Ugh. Jeez. All right. More on this and what is the government doing to make sure that there's no shenanigans at polling places? Oh, wait. <laughs> wait. We have an expert that has been watching this. He joins us next. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, if you're pretty much like everybody else, uh, you probably like to just always be able to get into your car and start it and then turn it off when you're done with it and then start it again and go where you want and then turn it off, right? I mean, it's so much to ask. You're so demanding. Your car probably has other plans because uh, that's not the way life works with a car, especially if you're out of a warranty. It's a conspiracy theory. I, I'm sure it is. But it seems like everything kind of starts to wear out right after the warranty, doesn't it? And now when you have to replace either your car or any of the chips or anything that's from one of the other hundred countries around the world, uh, it's hard to do. CarShield offers protection plans now for about 100 bucks a month. And they you, all you have to do is just choose the mechanic. You take the car there, choose the mechanic. They write the check. They take care of all of it. CarShield. They've had my back several times for when my trucks break down. Get coverage like I have. Go to carshield.com slash back or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. It's carshield.com slash back. The best election coverage is on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash midterms. Use the promo code REDWAVE to save 30 bucks. Just a few minutes, I hope to uh, be able to get a hold of the the, uh, government accountability legal director. This guy was a, a big guy. Um, at the FBI. Don't hold that against him. He's on the good team now. Um, He served in the FBI as a supervisory special agent leading a large section in the FBI's Directorate of Intelligence. Uh, He's also served in the uh, Army. He led more than 300 combat missions in Iraq. Um, Rescued hostages. I mean, the guy's really solid. And there was a story that came out, um, let's see, a couple of days ago, I think, uh, that is warning about the DOJ's memo that was released. They released a summary of their comprehensive Election Day plan for next Tuesday. They said they're just wanting to ensure that all qualified voters have the opportunity to cast their ballots and have their votes counted free of discrimination, intimidation, or fraud in the election process. Okay, sounds great. I'm all for it. Consistent with the longstanding Justice Department practices and procedures, the Civil Rights, Criminal, and National Security Divisions are going to spearhead the effort. 
The plan says the Civil Rights Division will conduct monitoring in the field and that Civil Rights Division attorneys will be prepared to receive complaints that day in real time. Also, it said prosecutors at the public integrity section will be on duty while polls are open to take election integrity complaints and the DOJ is prepared to hear complaints about intimidation at the polls and practices that have a discriminatory purpose or a discriminatory result. This is absolutely incredible. This is the DOJ propping up because the fear is is that they will um, they'll go into Republican areas and uh, really concentrate there and turn a blind eye in Democratic areas. We have him on the phone. We have Stuart Whitson. He is um, with the Foundation for uh, Government Accountability. He's their legal director, and he has been ringing the bell on this one. Tell me what this means, Stuart. Hey, good morning, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Yeah, so this DOJ press release is just part of a much bigger scheme that kind of centers on Biden's EO, EO14019, uh, which maybe we can talk about in a second. But but this press release, in a nutshell, it's basically just a thinly veiled threat to conservative states that have passed new election integrity laws, especially ones related to poll watchers. And it's basically saying Look, if you try to enforce these laws, if you try to carry out, you know, the poll watching activities, which everyone knows the right has been working really hard to recruit and train folks to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, that the DOJ Civil Rights Division is going to come after them. Um, so, yeah. So it's in what way uh, for what it, the state is the one that makes the law? It's in the Constitution. So what are they coming after them with? Well, so what they're threatening, I guess you could say, is they're setting up hotlines and they're saying they're using phrases like, you know, intimidating voters um, or doing some sort of election practice that would lead to a discriminatory purpose or a discriminatory result. And basically what it is, is they're setting up these hotlines and they're inviting left wing, you know, their left wing followers uh, to call into these hotlines and file these kind of complaints. But then the DOJ Civil Rights Division, which is led, you know, obviously by political appointees of Biden, can then come in and launch investigations and try to exert pressure on these local election offices and try to discourage them from carrying out state election laws that have recently passed. And so it's basically just a way it's just one again, one of many different things they're trying to do to try to tip the scales in favor of the left. This is and it's something we're working hard to stop. Uh, you know, I, I know you were high up at one point with the with the FBI, but the FBI and the DOJ have become Gestapo light. No comment on that. <laughs> Are you there? No, no, no. OK, I, I mean, I think no. So, of course, so I would. So I'd say like. In this, again, I'm obviously biased because I came from the FBI. Yeah. But it's like 99% of the organization are good, honest people who believe in the Constitution. They've sworn to uphold and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign, domestic. And they truly believe that. But the problem is, if you have weak leadership or corrupt leadership in either DOJ or FBI at the top, then that can color everything wrong. And then and people can be allowed to do things that, you know, the rest of the organization um, would just abhor. But, and but so you know, right it's, it's, it, it, it's kind of like really bad things happen when good men do nothing. 
Um, isn't it? You know, you can't say you're just following orders. If you know that this is wrong, you need to come out and speak up against it. Don't don't the because I agree with you. The agents that I have ever met uh, have always been kind and and professional and everything else. And I I want to believe that. But the silence, you know, when you only have 25 people who are and that's a lot, but you only have 25 people who are whistleblowers on what's going on in the FBI and the DOJ. That's concerning. Yeah, well, and I think, you know, the FBI, so, for instance, I, the most all the work I did involved international terrorism, right. Islamic terrorism. Right. And so there's large groups of the FBI and DOJ that aren't, that have no, you know, because everything's compartmented and you don't, you stay in your uh, departments. Um, but I will say, I think you point to a good point. There's 25 whistleblowers who've come forward. So people that are in a position to see things that they think are wrong are coming forward. And I think once things go the way it looks like things are going to go with the midterm elections and you know, Republicans gain some control in the House, the ability to utilize the oversight powers oh, and really, you know, drive that home. That's going to be good for the American people. It's going to be, and frankly, it's going to be good for DOJ and FBI when that happens. I have to tell um, you, the, 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 the trap they're laying for the American people is just remarkable. It's very well thought out and planned. And if there isn't oversight, if we don't turn this thing around in this election and you don't get oversight, from opposing parties, um, this becomes very, very dangerous for the American people. They're they're talking about misinformation being felonies. That's yeah, not good. No, you're exactly right. This is this is a plan, but I, I got to tell you, like the Biden administration doesn't deserve all the credit for coming up with this plan. Yeah, right. This plan was actually developed and dreamed up by a left wing think tank known as Demos, and so Demos. They crafted a plan to issue an executive, use the power of a presidential executive order to try to exert the federal executive branch into some, into an area where it does not belong, which is the administration of elections. As you alluded to earlier, obviously, Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1, the Elections Clause leads the time, places, and manner of elections to the states with limited oversight from Congress. But nowhere is the president of the United States allowed to insert himself. Right. And that's exactly what the president is trying to do with EO 14019. And that's why FGA is working so hard to stop that effort. And so basically I, you know, I know a lot of your listeners are going to be familiar with the Zuckerbucks. Yeah. Like that's going to be something they're very familiar with. Well, this thing, we call this Biden bucks mm-hmm. because EO 14019 is, is Zuckerbucks on steroids. Right. Instead of Mark Zuckerberg, it's Joe Biden. And instead of $400 million, it is unlimited power and resources and reach of the federal executive branch led by Biden's political appointees. And so that's, that's the problem. Um, and so last year we tried to get to the bottom of this and we filed a number of FOIA requests to shed some light on the scheme. Right. When we saw this EO come out, so the EO came out in March of 2021. Yep. And I should just say the EO for listeners, if they haven't seen it, it, orders every federal agency. So this is by ordering every federal agency to develop a strategic plan to do two things, promote voter registration and promote voter participation. So voter participation, that's another way to say that is get out the vote, right? Yep. And so it gets even worse. The order also commands all federal agencies to solicit 
So to actually reach out and try to solicit and support, quote, approved third-party groups to engage in, in registration efforts and mobilization efforts on federal agency property using federal resources. Good heavens. So get this, the order doesn't say, you know, who gets to decide which groups are approved. What's the criteria? All of that is a mystery because the Biden administration won't disclose it. And that's what our FOIAs are trying to get at. Um, obviously, if it's being, you know, so the effort, I should say, is being led by the domestic policy advisor, which many listeners will know is Susan Rice. Um, so that doesn't <laughs> give any extra comfort yeah. to it either. Yeah. Um, and, and so obviously, so that's the key that we're trying to get to. And so basically what happened last year, we filed FOIA requests to try to get these answers. And this is going to shock you, Glenn. But the Biden administration stonewalled us. Yeah. So just ignored the FOIA request that the FOIA law doesn't matter to them, right? So, so, um, so Stuart, can you, you would you be willing to just hold for a couple of minutes and come back? Do you have time? I, I, I want to ask you, Absolutely. so what do you think is coming uh, beginning next week? And we'll get your answer here in just a couple of minutes. Let me tell you about Upside. These days, you've got to try to save money any way you can. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it means holding off on things you really want to buy or to do. It means some sort of sacrifice. Sometimes, like Upside, it's great. It's easy. You want something and it saves you money without having to do anything at all. That's Upside. Upside is an amazing app that will save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use my promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more every gallon that you pay, pay for gas on your first tank. You get 25 cents or more. And when you say or more, you think, yeah, right, it's going to be or more. Stu? I got 35 cents. 35 cents. 35 cents off. Just uh, this week. All you have to do is just download the app and use it. When you go, you're buying something, you go to the app and you check in at the business. When you pay, you get paid. It's that easy. Just download the free Upside app at the App Store. Just go to the free Upside app, promo code BECK. You'll get the 25 cents or more for every gallon of gas on your first tank of gas. 25 cents or more. It's uh, using the promo code BECK. At the Upside app. The Glenn Back Program. We're with uh, Stuart Whitson. He's with the uh, Foundation for Government Accountability Legal Directory. He's been ringing the bell now for a while, and they are on top of it uh, on what uh, the administration has done with a new executive order and what the FBI and DOJ will be doing uh, next Tuesday. Um, Stuart, last night, the president said we need to be patient for the results. He's expecting many races, he said, won't be decided or called perhaps for weeks is this alluding to maybe the effects of the executive order? It definitely could. And so that, but that's the whole million dollar question is no know. one knows. So not even over 50 members of Congress have demanded to see copies of the strategic plans created by all these agencies to carry out this order. Secretaries of state from across the country, uh, more than 13 attorney generals, signed a letter demanding the rescission of the executive order. Everyone is kind of united around the fact that this order is improper. It is illegal, unconstitutional, and unethical on its face. 
but we can't get answers. And so that's why FGA has turned to the kind of the one source left, which is the courts, and using the power of the courts to compel DOJ and the Biden administration to comply. Um, I also think following what, you know, knock on wood, right, don't want to jinx anything, but the red wave that's going to come November 8th, I think you're going to see congressional oversight committees in a really strong position to gather evidence. And I think the other thing that's going to come is state AGs. So state attorneys general is following the midterm elections are going to be well positioned to file lawsuits to help stop this executive order. Cause, cause again, that's the big long play is going to be 2024. Yeah. I don't think they're organized enough to get all their ducks in a row in time for the midterms. Yeah. I think you, there is, there are a ton of efforts that are already underway. You've seen probably reporting on that with HUD and a ton of other agencies engaging in unprecedented efforts. Um, but again, there's more at this point, we know less, uh, than we should. So we're working hard so to find out. Isn't it interesting to you? I mean, it seems completely unreasonable to say the questioning of our elections is somehow or another disinformation, misinformation, or, you know, a felony when executive orders like this are not fully explained. When when the administration is changing things that have always been in place. Isn't it unreasonable to expect that people won't have questions? Yeah, of course it is. And that's, and we, one, you know, one of the things we always say with election integrity, so obviously we're trying to make it easy to vote, but hard to cheat. But the key with election integrity isn't just stopping fraud. It's also inspiring voter confidence. Correct. And that is, really is the difference between the left and the right. The right genuinely believes that. Like they, just, they want everyone, right and left, to wake up the morning after an election and just have confidence that whether your candidate won or lost, yep. you at least know it was fair. Right. And if your candidate lost, hey, you got to roll up your sleeves and get to work. Yep. That's the kind of world the right wants. The left doesn't want that. The left doesn't care. And so that so that's that's kind of the big difference. And so of course that's what they do. They vilify it. That's why they're again going back to that press release. They're going after poll watchers. Like these are good people, good folks who are literally devoted hours and hours of their time to take training to get qualified in their state to serve as a poll watcher. And all they want to do is just go there to help do their civic duty to help promote free and fair elections. And what are they doing? They're literally trying to intimidate them. And so, it, so it's unacceptable. Uh, we're going to do FGA and do everything we can to stop this. And as a matter of fact, we actually filed a motion this morning uh, in federal court to compel DOJ once and for all to disclose the documents that it's withheld. So it's strategic plan. Um, so that order is now in the hands of a judge. And so because we're a Florida-based company, our 501c3, we're based in Florida, we actually have the ability to get, you know, fair judges that are impartial and will apply the law. And so we have a Trump-appointed Florida-based judge who we believe is going to fairly apply the law. Um, and so we're, we're optimistic. Good. But either way, we're going to continue our fight. We're going to share everything we got with attorneys general and Congress and try to help stop this. Good. Thank you for everything that you guys are doing. Uh, I really appreciate it. We'll follow up with you after the election. The Foundation for Government Accountability. Find out more. Follow this. Stuart Whitson, the legal director. Thank you so much, Stuart. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about American financing. If you are in a situation uh, that really most of us are in where you're trying to make the ends meet and it's they're they're not even close. It's like buttoning my pants. That's what it feels like every time you pay your bills. 
Yeah, I can't stretch that far. Uh, then what you need to do is call American Financing. They may be able to help you out. Um, and uh, for the people who do, you know, call and do business with American Financing, the average person is saving $695 a month. That's an awful lot of money. So whatever your situation is, please just call them. See if they can help you. We all need help from time to time, and this is the best kind of help. They just help you do the right thing, and that's all we need to do. Just do the next right thing. That next right thing for you just may be calling 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. Final hour of the program coming up in just a second. away from the fundamental transformation of the United States of America. Hopefully. He didn't say it that way, don't he? He didn't say hopefully. 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 We'll give you the... Uh, we'll He's give you confident the, in that transformation. Yes, he was. Uh, we're going to transform it back. Anyway, um, we'll have the latest on polls, also some coverage of the president's speech, and um, a new way to read old things. We'll begin in 60 seconds. First, I want you to hear from Olivia, whose visit to a pre-born clinic made all the difference in the world. Listen. So I felt like the only ones that were really there for me were the women at the clinic, and it actually did empower me and help me. I was late enough to get my ultrasound. Still remember, you know, feeling everything. Um, it was changing. I said I would not get an abortion. So I was gonna raise this baby with or without him. So he said without. I think if I didn't find the clinic, then I probably would have considered abortion. The women there are just so kind and they're just so genuine. But I would not be this strong without the clinic. My dreams now revolve around my son. You know what's great about preborn? I've been to their clinic uh, here in uh, Fort Worth, and it, it's it's an amazing place, full of caring people. And the last room I saw when I was there on my visit, after I met with some of the moms, was this incredible room where it was like going into a baby store. It was like going in and and toddler clothes, brand new, not used to brand new. All this stuff, they care about not just the baby being born, but they care about the mother and the family as well. And they they put their money where their mouth is. These are great, great clinics. Preborn is putting uh, ultrasounds into these clinics all across the country. That's what saves babies' lives. 100% of your gift will go towards saving babies. I would invite you to dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Say the keyword baby. Do it now. You can find out all the information at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. 
So my uh, my niece sent me uh, a scripture this morning, and uh, I read it, and I saw it with new eyes, and it relates directly to today. I, I've I've read this a million times, um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe you will find how right in today this is. So I tell you this. I insist on it in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do. In other words, you're people that respect God. Stop living the way everybody else is living in the futility of their thinking because they are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God. Isn't that the problem we're experiencing right now? People it's like they're they, they they just they don't have any understanding and the understanding they have is pretty dark because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts so the ignorance how true this is today the ignorance is happening because they've hardened their heart they're not willing to listen to reason they're not willing to listen to another side And so thus they're ignorant because they won't listen. They won't check and verify. Listen to this. Having lost all sensitivity. Just think of that one. Having lost all sensitivity. Isn't that the problem with today's world? We don't. We're not sensitive to stuff anymore. We're, we're, we're not shocked by things anymore. I don't know. I am still every day. I sit in this chair at five o'clock in the morning and I'm shocked by the stuff that I'm reading in the morning. But is the average person having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity. So they're not sensitive anymore because they've hardened their hearts and they're ignorant. And so what have they done? They've given themselves over to anything, any kind of impurity that will make them feel good. All the things of the flesh. Did you, did you read the uh, story? Who was it? The attorney? I better not say it's, One of the state actors in one of our 50 states that was saying, you know, drag queens just make us feel good. And that's why I want to have, you know, drag queens for schools because you just feel good. Wow. So they indulge in every kind of impurity and they are full of greed. Isn't that what ESG is all about? Isn't that what... Isn't that the reason why you run somebody like Fetterman or Joe Biden who are not capable of doing the job, but it's greed. ESG. It's greed. It goes on. That, however, is not the way of life that you learned. When you heard about Christ, you were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in him. You were taught with regard to your former way of life, the way we used to be your old self, to put it off because that was corrupted by deceitful desires. And you were to be made new and have a new attitude of your mind and to put on that new self created to be like God 
in righteousness. Then he goes on and says this, therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully. Do you know how much we would gain tomorrow if every single one of us would put off any falsehood? Sorry, that's not true. Sorry, I know I said this yesterday or I went along with that, but it's not true. And we got rid of everything that was not true. It says, put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we all are members of one body. So in your anger, do not sin. Uh Uh-oh. Listen to this one. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Oh, boy. Well, it says don't let the sun go down when you're angry. It doesn't say 5,467 suns that have set in anger. Do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who's been stealing, steal no longer. Listen to this. But work. Work. Doing something useful with your own hands. It gives you a reason why to work. So you may have something to share with those in need. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Oh, boy. But only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. That's why I'm not telling you right now something else bad that's happening today. So that your words may benefit those who listen. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness. Get rid of all rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as God has forgiven you. I don't know about you, but that is... This is why they always say, you know, the Bible uh, is alive. Because you read it, and there are times, I've read that a million times. But I've never seen the world the same way. I've never seen this in practice and the need for the new self as much today. By the way, you can find that in Ephesians 4, 17 to 32. Give me an amen. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about the election results and uh, what we're seeing in the polls today. If you're one of the few people who hadn't gotten the memo about the Fed not being your friend, beep, 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 beep. Here's the memo. Uh, they're, they're not even trying to hide the fact that inflation is here. The White House is, but it's here to stay. In the meantime, they're not doing anything to really make it better. They are printing money right and left. And they're doing that because of the government. But at the same time, they're hurting you by raising the interest rates. So it makes no sense. It's not going to work. You can't hurt the economy by raising rates to suck all that money in if you're printing even more money with the other hand. They're not your friend. This week, 
been so excited. The commemorative Stand With God series has launched its second coin. I personally designed these uh, coins. The second one, first one had Benjamin Franklin on the front. Uh, the the uh, second one has the Mayflower. And on the back, they both have the parting of the Red Sea. And when they're gone, they're gone. This is the second in this series, which I'm designing exclusively for Goldline clients. To celebrate the launch of their new product and to help support clients, Goldline is including at no cost five of the silver rounds. That's uh, an ounce of silver in this new commemorative Stand With God series. And five copper rounds with every tube of the new quarter ounce gold Mayflower commemoratives. So call 866-GOLDLINE. These are collector coins. This isn't just this. That these are you can trade for things with this. This is certainly not currency. Eight six six gold line. Take advantage of this special today. Eight six six gold line or go to goldline.com. Ten seconds station ID. Boy, if you missed um, the TV show last night, you got to go back and watch it. It it, it addresses really um, at the same time he was giving it. It addresses what Joe Biden was saying, you know, in public yesterday. If you are not a member of the Blaze, this is the time. Believe me, we need you now more than ever. BlazeTV.com slash midterms. Go there now. BlazeTV.com slash midterms. Uh, the code is Red Wave, and you'll get $30 off. This is a, one of our biggest discounts ever. $30 off your year's subscription. So you pay $70, which is a great deal. BlazeTV.com slash midterms. Make sure you join us. Watch last night's show. See Stu's show. Pat, all of the people that you you know and love, and some new people that you may not know, but you will love. Uh, and uh, and our election special happens live, beginning, I think, at, is it 6? I think it's 8 p.m. Eastern. It begins, ends at midnight Eastern. Yeah. Uh, also, if you are interested, we're going to go and extend the coverage on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash America. Go there and subscribe to that as well. Uh, we'll, we'll take it as long as I could last. Yeah. Basically. Well, you got to go. You got to get up early tomorrow, uh, the next day too. Well, to do this, to, this, to do this, this show broadcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing that kind of now. I'm doing that today. I'm going to uh, St. George. To uh, oh, I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold Mike Lee's feet to the fire. I'm doing a question and answer, which will probably end up being more screw around than anything else. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm looking for somebody that would provide many muffins because i would like to give the uh, the audience the only muffin that they should ever have instead of voting for mr mcmuffin <laughs> uh anyway uh so i'll be back here uh tomorrow out in st george uh later on this evening can i can i take you back and look at the big picture here as far as the, as the yes, elections please. go yes let me take you back six weeks ago okay all right. six weeks ago yeah let's go to the uh the, the mainstream media gold standard here 538 and their predictions on yeah. who yeah, yeah. will control the Senate. I like where this is headed. Six weeks ago, yeah. the Democrats had a 71% chance to take the Senate. Okay, I'm not really turned on yet, okay. but you're about to put something lacy on. Yeah, I am. It's, and it's not going to look good, but you're going to enjoy <laughs> it anyway. It started to fall after that a little bit. Uh-huh. Trended down a little bit until we got to about a month ago. It was at 66 
66% for the Democrats yeah. to take control of the Senate. Yeah, yeah. And then things started happening. It's like their polls jumped in a pool. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it started to sink a little bit. And in fact, as far as October 21st, it fell all the way to only 57% mm. chance wow. for the Democrats to control yeah. the Senate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. But things kept happening. Go, girl. They kept happening. Yeah. And on Halloween, a very, very scary night for Democrats. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, the control of the Senate hit 50-50. Mm-hmm. All the way from 71% down to 50%. But as you may know, today is not Halloween. No, it's not. No, it's a few days after. Yeah. And now it is November 3rd. Uh Uh-huh. And Uh now Democrats have fallen below 50%. Yes, and they are at 46%. Oh, yes. Republicans now favored 54 to 46 in the Senate. The same type of story happened in the House where... It was up to 32% chance for for Democrats to win the House in mid-September, now down to 15%. So 85-15 for Republicans. Okay, can you tell me, there's um, there is a new poll out, I'm trying to find it here, where, it, uh, where they have moved uh, four California seats hmm. into the Republicans. Uh, and they're showing even the red wave is starting to affect California. Is that is that true? Yeah, we're seeing, you know, some of the biggest states where you're seeing movement is, is ones you, you wouldn't necessarily think of in the House. States like New York, states like California, where there are there actually are Republicans who live in these states. People don't realize it. Sometimes they don't remember that there are, these. you know, even even in these blowout elections, 40, 40. Two percent are still voting right. for uh, Republicans, and so now these these races that are sort of in the middle. We've talked to a couple uh, people in Texas over the past few weeks that are in these types of situations, situations that normally favor Democrats, but because of major changes this election, we're starting to see the uh, the opposite. Um, you know, whether you have to sit back and you wonder whether the wave is big enough because there's a there's been some analysis out the last couple of days talking about how we all kind of look at the polls with some skepticism. And I think that's okay. What polls really do, they do not tell you incredibly specific things. What their value is, is you tell you general things. Their compass. Yeah, their compass. I think you get direction at times. Mm-hmm. You also get a general idea. Like, for example, it, it, polls tell you what is for dinner. They don't tell you the calorie count of the dinner. So in other words, it's more like a compass or a find my phone app. It won't tell you it's underneath the bed where you kicked it off last <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. It'll just tell you it's in the, in the, house, in the house generally Maybe somewhere. Maybe in that room somewhere. Right. Right. So we it, it tells us enough to tell us that the Nevada governor and Senate races are really close. So but it does not, t- it's, it, it, you can't sit here and say, okay, if, if they have one side favored by one point, we should lock in that that side's going to win. That is not what these polls are telling you. They're telling you it's close. And that's why a, an average polling error that happens in every election, they're never perfect, just an average, not a big polling error, could swing this from a Republican wave all the way to a Democratic victory. Right. In the Senate. So the, the Cook Political report yep. is the one that uh, shifted uh, election rank uh, ratings for 10 House races in the Republican 
direction. Mm. That's phenomenal. One Democratic strategist uh, told the Cook Political Report, I've never seen any uh, seen any election where the signs are this divergent and lumpy. It's less nationalized than we're accustomed to. And there's more weakness in the blue end of the battlefield. We're moving mm-hmm. 10 seats in the GOP's direction, all in very blue states and all in districts. Biden carried between eight and 20 points. Yeah, we, it, that's remarkable. This is what you're seeing. You're seeing these competitive districts being fought on battlegrounds in mid to high single digits, all the way up to you know moderate double-digit victory states. These are states that lean blue, or, or districts that lean blue, uh, and they are the. It's where Democrats are choosing to spend their money. Believe the polls, don't believe the polls. But look at that. Why would a Democrat be dumping money into a district where Joe Biden won by 16 points, for example? You wouldn't. There's no reason to do that unless you're terrified and they are terrified i mean the democrats are legit you, you saw this desperate speech from joe biden last oh night my gosh and this is just not this is not these are not the actions of a confident party no uh, this is insanity and he's throwing he th- gave away another 13 billion dollars or something last night you know just like he's just throwing money out the window he's saying everything about everybody he's doing everything he can to protect his legacy and it, this is this is what he should be doing by the way if you have absolutely no scruples, because if Joe Biden wants to run in 2024, what he needs to avoid is a red wave. He needs to avoid a 2022 red wave because his party will, they, they will do anything for power. And if they see a catastrophe here in 2022, the writing's going to be on the wall for Biden in 2024. So that's why he's so active here. He wants to do anything he can to hold on to uh, as many of these seats, even seats that lean slight blue. He can lose the House, maybe even lose the Senate. But if it's a wave and it sends the message that we do not like this guy, that's when he starts becoming in trouble for a primary challenger or more likely uh, some family concerns that means he needs to leave office. We should uh, we should maybe figure out when that election is. Uh, hmm. Oh, it's oh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Which Tuesday? They're probably Tuesday. Any Tuesday. It's next Tuesday. This one that's coming next up. Next Tuesday. The most... I don't care if you have to start standing in line right now. <laughs> Bring a friend and vote. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, it's in the morning hike up the side of the mountain that you used to love. Or the gym membership that you finally got around to using regularly. It's in that half a day that you spend cooking for the whole family when they all come visiting for a special weekend. Those are the things that the people who use Relief Factor are getting back in their life. I read their letters every day. The feeling of being out of pain after so many years of suffering with it and giving up. Relief Factor, it's not a drug, so it's not going to whack you out. It has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain that we deal with. It could work for you. Call right now. Relief Factor. 1-800, the number four. Relief. Get their three-week quick start. It's $19.95. It's a dollar a day. And about 70% of the people go on to order more month after month. Why would you do that unless you're getting your life back? Call right now, 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 
Head over to blazetv.com slash midterms. Use the promo code REDWAVE for 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, God only knows what to expect uh, next week. Listen to um, uh, JPK on, on uh, or J, KJP on what she is, uh, was asked yesterday at the White House. Listen to this. Cut 10. Given the number of Republicans who have said they, they won't accept the results and just the unpredictability of this election compared to others, is the White House doing any contingency planning for election night or the day after? Uh, just people not accepting results if violence breaks out. Um, how are you guys thinking about that? So a couple of things, I've been asked about this before, and I, I want to be clear uh, uh, and, and say this again. Uh, Americans should feel free, uh, safe. Uh, they should feel safe. Uh, Can we stop? Uh, I can't even listen to her answer. She's reading it, incredible. and she is the absolute worst. I've never seen anything like this. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this where a person is so clearly unqualified for their jobs. She has absolutely no ability to do this job she stands up there every single day and reads every single answer to the most basic questions and sometimes can't even read them i mean she 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 the entire time that question is being asked she's flipping to a page i guess about election violence Mm -hmm. and then the entire time her eyes are straight down to the podium and she's reading every word of it why not just put siri in charge of this job you could just put an email. Hey Siri. To, hey Siri, read read answer about election, and then she could just just an automated voice can go through the transcript and mispronounce words and butcher things just like Corinne Jean Pierre does. And me and you, but you, at least you're doing you're butchering things off the top of your head. She's reading them and still butchering them. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to I want to go back to Biden. So now they're talking about violence from the GOP that won't accept it. But here's Biden. Cut six. Last night. We know that more and more ballots are cast in early voting or by mail in America. We know that many states don't start counting those ballots until after the polls close on November 8th. That means in some cases we won't know the winner of the election for a few days until a few days after the election. It takes time to count all legitimate ballots Mm. in a legal and orderly manner. It's always been important for citizens in democracy to be informed and engaged. Now it's important for citizens to be patient as well. So why is it that we are, why is it we're going backwards in a, in a world that just keeps getting faster and faster, more complicated in a world that has blockchain? Why is it that we are going backward And now we're being told for the first time in my life. No, first time was 2020. Second time in my life that we have to wait days before we know the election results. No, that's that's happened before. I mean, we did the 2000 elections and that took quite some time. But it wasn't expected. It wasn't expected. Yes, when it's close. But generally speaking, we've only waited for Alaska and Hawaii. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's they they've been counting votes late. Usually, the results are known, right? Like usually, there's enough of a of a, a separation. They're not Correct. close enough that you have Correct. to worry about every little last vote trickling in. Correct. But I mean, part of this is state law. Like Pennsylvania state law still was not changed from 2020. Still says you cannot tabulate any early votes until election day. Mm-hmm. So there's no way they're going to have them all cut. They're not. Yeah. They are. I wonder why. Quite clear. Well. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into I, it. Republicans all, uh, uh, did not change I know, it either. I know. Listen, um, should be done. Here's the You're thing. right, though. Here's the thing. This is this is this is inexcusable in this country. But that's what I would expect from this country today. We are not the country. We're not America. We're not. That that's gone. Now we can always revive it just by our attitude and what we take into our own hands. What we do ourselves, that's America. Americans always were the ones that are like, you won't climb that mountain? I'll climb that mountain. Oh, you, oh, this country says you can't do it that way? Here, let me show you how to do it. That's who we are. But the people have been convinced they no longer have any power to do anything, to reinvent. The only guy that's really showing us that is Elon Musk. That's the only guy in our society that really shows us as a nation, and he's under attack. They do everything they can to shut him down. And Joe Biden actually had the cojones to say last night that, you know, you shouldn't be so selfish that our democracy, our republic, Joe, our republic, maybe the president should get that right. He says our democracy, our form of government is a way of being. We need to vote knowing who we've been and what we're at risk becoming. I agree 100%. But he also said that you, in this defining moment, have got to stop worrying about those petty things like the price of gas and food. Petty things? Really? Those are petty. It's petty for me to worry that diesel reserves are at a 71-year low. It's petty for me to tell you a story out of Lincoln, Nebraska, about a trucking company. With everything that's going on and a potential rail strike still looming, he didn't solve that. He just pushed it off. That, too, can disrupt the shipment of fuel. The guy who owns the Lincoln-based Stanford Matic uh, trucking, he said, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't believe we have any alternative. So if the pipeline shuts down, it's shutting me completely out of business. He's been in business for 26 years. He said everything that they're doing is costing everybody more money. The poor people are the ones who are going to suffer the most because it all comes back down to them. The people who can't afford it the most are the ones who are going to get hit the hardest. Of course. If they can't deliver or they have to raise the price of diesel fuel, which is coming after the election. He says everything in stores in every city in the United States is brought in by truck. Probably 99% of those trucks run on diesel. So you're going to see everything in the grocery stores go up until the prices of diesel go down. Well, 
I'd like to say that 99% of the trucks run on diesel that are delivery trucks. Yes. But 100% of the trains run on diesel. 100% of the ships run on diesel. And I don't think it's, I don't know. I don't think that it is petty to think about that. Now, this isn't the first time, by the way, that you're going to have a turkey shortage for Thanksgiving. However, this is a particularly bad year. Right this year for Thanksgiving, you may not be able to afford the things that you have had in my life every Christmas, Thanksgiving, we have had turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce every 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 year my entire life maybe not this year you're going to have a hard time getting a turkey the prices in the stores are jacking up so high that you may not be able to afford it by the way the fed approved another three point hike to take rates to the highest since 2008 Let me just remind you, in 2008, Biden was running and said there will be no coal plants here in America. No coal plants here in America. He's still saying that. He's also still saying, in fact, do we have the clip of uh, John Kerry cut seven? Ford Motor Company and General Motors and other companies around the world have spent Hundreds of billions of dollars retooling their plants. Why? Because they're going electric. And by 2035, that's all we're going to have in America. Electric cars being manufactured, not on the road, but being sold in, in new cars. That's President Biden's goal. By 2035, he wants the power sector of America to be carbon free. So if we accelerate these efforts, which is what technology and entrepreneurial activity help us to do uh this is going to change even faster and and so that's where i draw enormous hope Mm -hmm. and and some optimism because i believe so what he believes is we're all going to be fine and uh the tooth fairy is real as well sorry kids to break it to you this this is not selfish for you to worry about this is not petty for you to worry about this this is not a one-time thing these prices will not go down if this administration continues let me give you this earlier in october the international monetary fund issued a stark warning about the global economy in it the imf economic counselor and director of research wrote that the 2023 slowdown will be broad-based with countries accounting for one-third of the global economy poised to contract the three largest economies the united states china and the euro area will continue to stall it will also reopen economic wounds that were only partially healed post-pandemic in short, the worst is yet to come. Okay. 
is that petty to worry about that? Because these are the people that are spending money. Think of this. They're spending money, which needs to be printed. So they're printing money so they could give you how many billions did he give away last night? So they can put that into the economy and then at the same time, raise the interest rates so you can't afford to spend money. Because they need to claw that money back. They're taking that money away from you. And at the same time, all of the money that you have saved is being devalued. Is this petty to worry about this? By the way, the president went over to OPEC and said, hey, can you? He only wanted to do it until the election was over. We now know. But you know what would have strengthened his hand to bargain? The Keystone Pipeline. But he canceled that. This guy is so incompetent. And this administration and the Congress and the Senate are going right along with it. He may be incompetent. He may have bad ideas, but I can guarantee you these are not his ideas. This is a strategy from the far left. And they are crippling us. So I'm sorry, uh, President Biden, as as I do agree with you that you said last night, dark forces are threatening democracy. No, sir. Your own dark forces that you are in bed with that are carrying out the policy you are in some cases hiding and some places celebrating. Those dark forces are a threat to our republic. And with God's help and God's blessing, the madness will end November 8th next Tuesday at the ballot box. May it be a fair fight. If you were stuck in your home a few days during the natural disaster, um, would you have enough food? Did you have enough food when it first started? Or did you have to run out and get everything before we were all, you know, quarantined in our home? Um, I'd eat stew, but he'd be stringy he's a vegetarian he probably tastes like a potato which i mean do i have butter lots of butter and some salt then maybe you need to stock up while you can go to mypatriotsupply.com you can get 250 dollars off a three-month emergency food kit from my patriot supply what i just told you the oil shortages the diesel shortages the rise in food all of those things will come it is mathematics now. This is not if, if this person does that. This is, it's coming. It's a matter of when, not if. You need to be prepared. Now, this all ships in unmarked boxes, and it ships quickly and for free. $250 off now at MyPatriotSupply.com. You're not going to regret this, I promise you. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. I've got a a podcast uh, to do that is going to be released for uh, Blaze TV subscribers uh, this afternoon. It is with Whitney Webb. She is a journalist, I think, 
I don't know her politics, but I, I think she's a lefty. Not a lefty. She's, um, she doesn't agree with me. Let's put it that way. Because um, I, I can't so figure she's her. smart. <laughs> yes, she's mm-hmm. smart. Mm-hmm. But she does her own homework. She's oh, just okay. written a, a, a two, two books. Uh, One Nation Under Blackmail. The Sordid Union Between Intelligence and Crime That Gave Rise to Jeffrey Epstein, Volume 1 and 2. Mm. Okay? So she is. she went through it all, and the things that she found are fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And uh, her book is just, here are the facts. Here they are. Boom, 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 boom. Two volumes. Uh, and uh, so everything Jeffrey Epstein uh, is going to be uh, on the table, mm. and you'll be able to get that podcast today uh, on Blaze TV, which uh, you can get. And if you haven't joined yet, this is the week to join. Thirty percent off uh, your year's subscription. Save thirty bucks uh, for a year. It will cost you seventy. That is a great deal. Best offer we have offered yet, uh, and you can get it now. All you have to do is go to uh, blazetv.com slash midterms and use the promo code red wave all right we'll see you in st george with mike lee tonight and back here in dallas uh tomorrow morning with some pretty incredible news about what's actually happening at the polls the glenn back program